Raleigh. The views in this do not necessarily reflect the views of WKNC, Student Media, or NCSU. You're listening to Eye on the Triangle on WKNC 88.1. Good afternoon, Raleigh, and welcome to this week's Eye on the Triangle on 88.1 WKNC slash HD1 Raleigh. I'm Nick Weaver. You just heard Truth Club with No Plan Sequel. And I'm Marissa Jordan. If you enjoyed our new intro, that's part of our new segment where we feature local artists on Eye on the Triangle. If you're interested in being featured on the segment with your music, poetry, short story, spoken word, etc., contact us at publicaffairs at wknc.org. Yeah, or contact us if you just want to say hello or uh, be on the show in general. We got a great show lined up for you today. Uh, today. Uh, we get, we're going to be bringing you a look at some local news this episode. And as usual, there are a good amount of things happening in Raleigh that are interesting to hear about. So stay tuned for that. Sadly, it's it's lots of politics. I'm not going to lie to you guys, but hey, it's we need to politics. know. It's always politics. When is politics? Got to know about the world you live in, right? But first, Nick brings you his modest mouth review. This week, he reviews Need to Feel Your Love by Sheer Mag. In local news, Raleigh, North Carolina. Members of the U.S. Senate continue to look for ways to compromise on measures in the bill known as the Better Care Reconciliation Act that would effectively overturn Obamacare. But health care advocates in North Carolina say the current proposal would disproportionately affect women here and across the country. Comments from Sierra Zachary, policy analyst for the Health Advocacy Project, at the NC Justice Center. The Senate bill that was expected to repeal Obamacare as early as next week remains in a holding pattern while supporters of the legislation continue to look for ways to find consensus among their fellow senators. One such amendment by Senator Ted Cruz would allow insurers to sell plans that don't comply with current regulations about what must be covered as long as they offer plans that do. Sierra Zachary, with the Health Advocacy Project at the NC Justice Center, is concerned about the changes, which she says could affect women's health costs and coverage more than men's. And an important thing with the ACA is that it really covers some essential health benefits and that women have been able to get care for the same cost as a man and have these protections for their rights to get the health care that they need when they need it. North Carolina Senator Richard Burr has spoken out in support of the Senate bill, while Senator Tom Tillis continues to review it. The nonpartisan Congressional Budget Office has scored both the Senate and House versions of the bill and found women could pay as much as $1,000 a month for insurance that covers pregnancy and maternity care on top of their premiums and other health care costs. This could prolong a woman's ability to be healthy, to continue working, contribute back to their state's economy. So when we're kind of seeing this attack on women's health care and their ability to be strong members of their households and their communities, this bill is mean. 
As it now stands, the legislation would cap federal dollars that the states receive for Medicaid, a program that pays for half of births, about three-quarters of family planning, and provides supplemental coverage for nearly one in five senior women. Raleigh, North Carolina North Carolina has seen a 73% increase in opiate deaths since 2005, prompting Governor Roy Cooper to initiate some sweeping changes to how the state handles prescription painkillers. At the same time, funding for drug abuse and mental health programs would decrease if the U.S. Senate's Better Care Reconciliation Act of 2017 is signed into law. Comments from Mandy Coheen, North Carolina Secretary of Health and Human Services. In recent days, Governor Roy Cooper and his administration have initiated large-scale attempts to curb opiate abuse in North Carolina. The governor announced the state's new action plan to more closely regulate painkillers as part of last week's Opiate Misuse and Overdose Prevention Summit. At the same time, people like Mandy Coheen, North Carolina's Secretary of Health and Human Services, are concerned about the potential loss of health insurance and funding for treatment programs if the U.S. Senate's Better Care Reconciliation Act of 2017 makes it through Congress. Coheen says it would negate steps towards progress. Anything that puts us in a worse place in terms of insurance coverage is going to make fighting this epidemic even harder because we know treatment is such a critical component of getting our arms around this epidemic. The legislation, intended to replace the Affordable Care Act, would cut funding for mental health and addiction care for thousands of North Carolinians. According to the state, 12,000 residents have lost their lives to opiate overdoses since 1999, and the death rate rose 20 percent between 2015 and 2016. Coheen points to extensive research that says addiction is a disease and in need of treatment, in a category with other pre-existing conditions such as diabetes or high blood pressure. For that reason, she's concerned about the millions projected to lose health coverage in the Senate bill. It would absolutely be a terrible direction for our state, and I don't think anyone would be surprised as the health official for North Carolina. I want to make sure that we are building a healthier state. A critical piece of that health is access to insurance coverage. Nationwide, drug overdoses killed more than 60,000 Americans last year, more than car accidents or gun violence. Raleigh, North Carolina. Summer camps and outdoor activities are in, full, are in full swing, and health experts say it's important to know the differences between two serious heat-related illnesses to be able to protect yourself and your loved ones. Outside activities, whether they're work-related or part of the summer fun, can also expose people to heat-related illnesses as temperatures climb. Heat exhaustion and heat stroke are both serious medical conditions, but the ways that they are treated are very different. Sports medicine doctor A.K. Mizra says if you're hot but you've stopped sweating, it's likely a sign of heat stroke. They don't sweat anymore. In heat exhaustion, you're sweating quite profusely. And also even the quality of the skin can be different. You can have cold, clammy, pale skin in the context of heat exhaustion. Heat stroke, it can be red and it can be hot. If you think you or someone around you has heat exhaustion, Mizra says move them to a cool area loosen or even remove their clothing, and offer them water, avoiding anything with alcohol, caffeine, or high amounts of sugar. If you suspect heat stroke, he says, seek immediate medical attention. Although offering water to someone with heat stroke may seem logical, Mizra says it isn't safe in their condition. 
and heat stroke, it's really failing mental status that makes us stand apart. They may be totally in a delirium state of affairs. Don't try to give these people fluid because they can't protect their airways very well. You do want to get fluid in the heat exhaustion context. People with heat stroke have body temperatures that reach at least 104 degrees. And Mizra says the longer it stays at that elevated level, the more health damage can be done. Some content in this next news story could be triggering to certain people. If you are sensitive to stories of violence or assault, please turn off your radio now. North Carolina is the only state in the country where no doesn't actually mean no. A 1979 legal loophole is coming to light after decades due to the recent case of Aaliyah Palmer. Back in February, Palmer and a friend decided to visit a few Army men that they had met through Tinder Social at Fort Bragg. Palmer and her friend separated once they arrived, and she went to a party. At the party, she was pulled into a room, and one of the men asked her to have sex with him. At first, she consented. At first, she consented. But after the encounter turned violent, she asked her partner to stop. He refused and continued. She reported the incident to the police, but they were slow to investigate the case. Ms. Palmer's case has brought the 1979 ruling of State versus Way back to the spotlight. This court ruling states that after a woman has given consent for sexual intercourse, she is not allowed to revoke her consent. In other words, it's a rape loophole. Mecklenburg County Senator Democrat Jeff Jackson is trying to change this outdated and sexist loophole. Senator Jackson's Bill 553 would criminalize anyone who continues to have sex with a partner after they have revoked consent. After all the social justice issues North Carolina has faced in the past few years, I hope we can come together as a state to undo this injustice. This has been Marissa Jordan for Eye on the Triangle. Hello and welcome. I'm Nick Weaver of Eye on the Triangle, and you are listening to the Modest Mouth Review. The following review appears in the Technician Student Paper of NCSU under the byline of Local Airwaves. Usually I change things up a bit for the broadcast edition of this review, but I was short on time this week. Changes have been made here and there to reflect updated opinions and information, but this is basically the review. Here goes. If you like not to count the band's recent release of the compilation of their first three EPs as an album, Need to Feel Your Love marks Sheer Mag's official debut. As of right now, the album is not officially out. It releases on July 14th to the group's Bandcamp page and presumably to Spotify. Although the band seems to be releasing singles and prior releases to Spotify currently, their unofficial catalog of EPs, 1, 2, and 3 respectively, all released separately and later compiled, were available for a significantly longer amount of time before finally being released on Spotify, so it's a bit of a toss-up as to whether or not the new album will premiere on Spotify in a timely manner. Regardless, the album is currently available for streaming on NPR's First Listen website, which is how I've been able to experience it. So, I've been following this band for a while. Although this is their debut, the band has been independently releasing EPs for the last two years or so, all about six months apart from each other. At the onset, with EPs 1 and 2, I was obsessed with Sheer Mag. They had, and still have, a fairly unique sound that's both a tribute to classic rock and a stylistic, refined approach to lo-fi modern garage rock. They were extremely easy to identify, and at the time, those EPs stood out as a work of brilliance to me. 
1 and 2 still hold up incredibly well, with some very catchy, vaguely southern aggressive and raw tracks that perfectly epitomized what the band should sound like. And so, with bated breath, I waited for the release of their next endeavor that turned out to be the EP3. Never in my life have I experienced a turnaround so extreme in a band's discography without them having changed anything about their sound. The EP sounded exactly the same stylistically, but the joy wasn't there for me. Nothing had improved, nothing had gotten worse, it was just more of the same. And the charm had worn thin. Despite this, I was able to enjoy the EP and put aside my feelings of disdain, dismissing them as being unjust. After all, it was just another EP, right? A band this young shouldn't be expected to change their sound drastically before even releasing their first album. Minor improvement is anticipated, but not necessarily required. And so, having digested the entirety of what I could experience with 3, I cautiously approached this album with an open mind. Sadly, I found yet again more of the same. The same style, the same general sound, the same production, the same combination of the same instruments, the same emotions, and the same general speed and tempo for each song. Yes, even the songs all sound about the same. Not just the general sound of the album, every song is in the same key, with the same chords, with the same simple, somewhat clunky lyrics. Need to Feel Your Love is utterly devoid of improvement, experimentation, or anything new for sheer mag. Their songs no longer feel like a series of vibrant new entries into the indie garage rock scene. The emotion doesn't feel genuine. This album is like a Big Mac at your favorite local grill. Maybe it was painstakingly created and seared to perfection, but it still tastes like that mass-produced garbage on some level. If that sounds harsh, it's probably the disappointment talking. Sheer Mag has quickly gone from contender of the year for me to biggest letdown of the last five years. I expected so much more from them, and yet here we are with something so formulaic that I don't think I can listen to this album twice in one sitting and tell where the first playthrough ends and the second begins. The album has its moments with some nice riffs here and there and some decent vocals, but it just doesn't outweigh how boring it truly is. At its core, this album is the sonic equivalent of the pink goo that goes into mass-produced patty. No substance, no thrills, just a cheap, thoroughly consistent ride. However, if you're a Sheer Mag fan and 3 wasn't a disappointment to you and you can stand to swallow yet another Big Mac of an album, then by all means disregard this review. If all you want is more of the same, then you can have exactly that. But for me, my patience with this band is worn thin. I know that most other reviewers right now air positive, and surely plenty of DJs will still enjoy these tracks. Yes, you can enjoy this album perfectly well, I just wouldn't tell you to expect anything below surface level. On a scale of negative 2 to 7, I give this album a 0. This is an album that could not possibly be more middle of the road. Put simply, it bored me. But hey, that's just my opinion. If you'd like to listen for yourself and form your own opinions, which honestly is the best course of action, the album is, once again, Need to Feel Your Love by Sheer Mag. That's Need to Feel Your Love by Sheer Mag, spelled S-H-E-E-R space M-A-G. The album will be available on Bandcamp on July 14th, and God knows when on Spotify. That about does it for today. I've been Nick, though I'm also known as Lens, Klesk, Floatstar, Meerkat, or just that dude who can't dress himself properly in public. I'm less fond of that last one. If you'd like to send in a review request, email publicaffairs at wknc.org or send us a tweet at wknc underscore EOT. Thanks again for listening in, and I'll speak to you all again next time. You're listening to Eye on the Triangle on 88.1 WKNC HD1 Raleigh. I'm Nick. And I'm Marissa. It's now time for one of my favorite segments. Oh, the... oh, when was this your favorite segment? Since when? Since, since just now? Yes, since now, because it's fun to look up. Because as I've heard, uh, you hate this segment. Yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so it's our local trivia tidbit, and this one's a little bit scary. You want to introduce it, Nick? 
Oh, sc- bears? Bears are scary? Well, I guess it's scary if you're getting attacked by one, which a lot of people have been. Bears have gotten into cars twice in the past three weeks in the Charlotte area. Uh, just last Wednesday, in fact, a woman had the interior of her car ruined in Asheville as well. And the break-ins are being blamed on natural food scarcity for bears. So, like, we're driving them into the cities, apparently, because yep. we're predating on their resources. So, really, man is the villain, as it always is. Yeah, I mean, it's still kind of scary, though. I don't think I'd want um, to come back to my car after work one day and see a bear chomping on my leftover sandwich. Yeah, knowing your car, there would be bears all over it. <laughs> it's true. I drive um, a 2000, 2003 minivan. Yes, bears love that model of car. Uh, if you have a minivan, you are not safe. Uh, this is advice from the National Forest Registry, I think. Uh, there was actually a story pretty recently about a kid who was dragged out of his tent in the forest while camping by a bear. Literally, the bear grabbed his head with its claw and just dragged him. It's true. Luckily, this was not in North Carolina, though. This was, I think, in Colorado. My mom told me about it. Yeah, slightly different, but uh, similar story. Be careful, everybody, especially when you go camping. Yeah, watch out for bears. It used to be a meme. Now it's a thing. Anyway, so next we have community calendar. Yes, yes, we do. Uh, what is on the community calendar, Miss Marissa? So first we have, um, there's an exhibit, excuse me, exhibit at the North Carolina History Museum, which is downtown on World War One, And it is an interactive multimedia exhibit on the world on excuse me on the u.s entry <laughs> yes. into world war one yeah and uh, it focuses on nc's uh, role in the war to end all wars as it was at one point called on the western front in france and belgium visitors will experience a recreated trench warfare environment to discover what life was like for Tar Heel soldiers is that just paintball that sounds like paintball but without paint well i've heard it's pretty good from a friend so if you are a history buff we actually haven't been doing this day in history for a while you might want to go catch up on some history there. Um, the other one we have is actually at a place I work. Uh, the Natural History Museum downtown is having a race exhibit. It's called Race, Are We So Different? And it's all about the biology behind race, you know, people's experiences. Um, there's interactive things, historical artifacts. I yes, got- and I hear the first person to make it through the exhibit wins a gold medal. Um, yeah, <laughs> sure. <laughs> Anyway, um, I know some people that work in the exhibit, and they say it's super awesome, so definitely come out and check it out. All right, cool. And last on the list is Raleigh Supercon. Is that, uh, an, is that an anime festival? Is that comic books? What is that? It's like a comic book festival, I think. I was just looking up things, and it sounded slightly interesting, and I would have definitely wanted to know about that at, like, age 13. So Yeah, I should absolutely already know about this. I sound like one of those uh, stupid morning talk show hosts that's like, oh, what, what's this thing they call anime? What are, what are video games? No. Uh, the event apparently features celebrity guests, comic book creators, voice actors, entertainers, industry guests, cosplayers. It's just a con. It's a con. You've, you've yeah. been to one. You know it's going to be there. Uh, tickets grant access to the exhibition pa- hall, panels, Q&As, films, lots more. Lots of, lots of artist alleys and, 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 and things to purchase. So I guess it's worth a look if you're a favorite YouTuber or I don't know. I'm not into these things. I don't Uh, know. I mean, if you like it, you know what's there. Uh, Friday, July 14th, 2017 to Sunday, July 16th, 2017. Buy your tickets online, probably. That about does it for this week's show. Thanks for joining us on this fantastic Wednesday afternoon. As always, if you heard anything you liked, you hated, or anything that made you think, let us know at publicaffairs at wknc.org. And be sure to check out our blog at wknc-eot.tumblr.com. Our intro music this week was... 
No Planned Exit. Was that right? Yes, No Planned Exit by Truth Club, which is a local KNC band. So definitely check them out. Um, And you can catch another episode of Eye on the Triangle next week right here on WKNC. I'd like to thank our contributors and the rest of the staff here at Eye on the Triangle. Uh, For Eye on the Triangle, I'm Nick Weaver, wishing you all a fantastic Wednesday afternoon. Be sure to catch us again Wednesday, the Wednesday after next at our usual 5 to 6 p.m. time slot. And if you're interested in having your art featured on the show or producing a segment for the show, please let us know by emailing publicaffairs at wknc.org. Thanks again for listening in. You know the drill. Stay tuned for your usual programming of amazing ending music, and we'll catch you all again week after next.